mean no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning, everyone. This is the Abolitionists Roundtable of Michigan. My name is Bruce Flurry, and the phone number here is is 734-822-1600. Uh, file that, bring that into your memory bank, and use it because you're going to need it today. we got a pretty good lineup uh, here. Uh, Phil, Stargell is on, uh, Phil Stargell is on with us, uh, or practice on, he's on assignment still, and uh, we're waiting for Ryan Edwards to check in. And uh, in the meantime, uh, I've got some uh, interesting items here on the jet, which I'd like to get to right now. Okay, the first one here is uh, uh, has to do with uh, Joe Biden's uh, choice for the, the nominee for uh, for the uh, is the the head of the uh, land and management or BLM, not to be confused with BLM uh, Black Lives Matter. Anyway, uh, the woman's name is Tracy Stone Morgan, and uh, she has been uh, nominated for. Uh, the head uh, to be the head of the Bureau of Land Management, and uh, she's a pretty controversial uh, person. And uh, the reason she's controversial is because of her past as a uh, as a, uh, a militant environmental extremist who uh, actually has a has some baggage uh, that uh, goes back quite a ways to uh, back when she was a uh, uh, college student, uh, post grad work, and that type of thing. Uh, she had uh, gotten involved in. In a, a organization called Earth First. Earth First is a uh, is a, uh, a militant environmental organization, obviously that uh, goes around destroying uh, logging equipment, um, you know, uh, earth moving equipment, um, trying to put mankind on a massive guilt trip because of our use of natural resources and that type of thing. And they were also involved in a uh, rather uh, dangerous practice, uh, folks. The dangerous that dangerous practice being the uh, being the uh, uh, Called uh, tree spiking, in which uh, foreign objects are driven into the uh, in, into the, the trunks of trees in an effort to keep them from being uh, you know, being uh, uh, cut down with uh, with power saws, with uh, you know chainsaws and that type of thing. In fact, they, they, a lot of loggers had been seriously injured uh, when these uh, when their 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 blades of their of their uh, of their chainsaws had struck the uh, a steel or a ceramic spike and. Uh, uh, one logger, I believe, actually lost the uh, lower jaw, his lower jaw when he got hit with one of these uh, one of these objects. And apparently, uh, uh, Miss Manning has been trying to uh, sanitize her uh, her reputation as uh, as a uh, you know shall we say <laughs> shall we say an environmental activist. Um, she's actually a, an extreme radical who back in the 1980s had uh, also uh, issued, uh, written a thesis about how Americans are 
contributing to the demise of the planet because of uh, our uh, Americans, especially humans, humans uh, in general, Americans, especially. Um, she uh, she even went so far as to uh, as to uh, push for a China style one uh, one child policy like, uh, you know, the uh, and that that one child policy is um, as as you folks know uh, involves the use of abortion, especially on uh, on young uh, young uh, young uh, young women, uh, baby uh, the female child. Um, in 1993, um, Biden's nominee. This is a, a uh, this is part of a story from the from the Federalists. In 1993, Biden's nominee accepted le- legal immunity in exchange for testimony that she aided in the 1989 tree spiking incident. Uh, in the Clearwater National Forest in Idaho, where in, in left-wing environmental terrorists jam metal spikes into trees, which turn projectiles, uh, turn into projectiles when processed for logging. That is, um, in the in the letter, uh, she she had said, "You bastards go in there anyway, and a lot of people could get hurt." Uh, this is in reference to the loggers going into the uh, into the uh, into the forest to uh, to cut these trees down. Uh, despite her links to eco-terrorism, the the, uh, the Biden White House is pursuing a radical environmental agenda and has continued to stand by and pick its its uh, uh, its pick by the nation's uh, public lands. Uh, Tracy Stone Manning is a dedicated public servant who has years of experience and a proven track record of finding solutions and common ground when it comes to our public lands and waters. The administration said in a statement, statement earlier this week. However, President Barack Obama's first uh, BLM director Bob Abbey has called for Stone Manning's nomination to be pulled, labeling labeling the tree spiking incident disqualifying. Abbey said Bureau of Land Management needs a really strong leader. To put someone in that position that has this type of resume will just bring needless controversy that is not good for the agency or for the public lands. Well, all I can say is uh, I think from now on, uh, let's just call her Spike. <laughs> okay, now. The second item I have here is, uh, as 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 you guys may be already be aware, uh, on uh, this past uh, Tuesday, I believe it was uh, July twentieth, uh, the multi-billionaire uh, head of Amazon and the owner of the uh, of the Washington Post, Jeff Bezos, uh, took off on a ten-minute flight, uh, sixty-two miles up into the uh, edge of space to uh, to become. Uh, to to uh, basically test this uh, the, this uh, this space tourist uh, idea here, and it uh, cost a hundred million dollars. Okay, now the flight lasted less than Alan Shepard's 1961 suborbital flight, uh, which was basically, and that was 115 miles up into the atmosphere. So it's been 60 years uh, that have passed since uh, Shepard's flight. And uh, this guy could only get 62 miles up into the atmosphere. I mean, uh, and the entire media was gushing about the whole thing. CNN, MSNBC, and, uh, uh, you know, all the usual suspects, even Fox News. (laughs) Even Fox News was was gushing about it, saying how wonderful it was. They had a a former astronaut on who was saying about how uh, everybody wins in this type of situation. Uh, however, uh, a couple of a uh, couple of uh, well-known Democrats were not very were not very happy with it. In fact, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, folks, she texted, uh, uh, "Do the world a favor, <laughs> do the world a favor, 
and stay up there. Okay. The only problem I have, she said, with uh, with uh, Jeff Bezos going up into space is that he's going to come back down. Well, uh, another well-known Democrat, uh, this one by the name of uh, 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 Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, was even less uh, complimentary of the uh, of the trip. Uh, she said that. Uh, she said that Amazon workers did pay for this because this is what uh, what um, uh, uh, Bezos has said. He wanted to thank the thank his employees for paying for the trip. And she goes, yes, Amazon workers did pay for this with lower wages, union busting, a frenzied inhumane, inhumane workplace, and delivery drivers not having public health insurance during a pandemic. Amazon customers are paying with it by, by Amazon abusing their market power to hurt small business. As an employee at Amazon Warehouse in Indiana, also uh, some of Amazon uh, Bezos' employees were not very happy with it either. An employee at an Amazon warehouse in Indiana requesting anonymity for fear of reprisal said workers did not seem aware that Bezos, who stepped down as the company's CEO earlier this month, was blasting off today. It's just business as usual for us, he said. Uh, they were not particularly impressed with their farmer, with their former boss's gratitude for enabling the trip either. I guess he's thanking us for putting money in his pocket to do so by our hard work, sacrificing bonuses and stock options to make it possible for him to fly up there. Well, folks, uh, I don't know what your uh, what your uh, thoughts are on this on this whole matter, but uh, uh, you know, it, maybe he's, maybe this is just the way guys flaunting his worth, his wealth, or or whatever. But you know, it just um, face it, the, the, we are not ever if we live to see it to point to a point where where. Uh, the, Space tourism will become a viable option. Um, you know, most of us, if not all of us, in the listening audience, especially, uh, I know Derek and I won't be able to do it. Will not be able to afford the what the uh, the the huge price tag, the huge price tag for uh, for this type of a this type of a uh, of an excursion, this type of an experience. And this reminds me of the old SST debate, the uh, old supersonic transport debate back in the late '60s and early 1970s, uh, you know, the supersonic transport was supposed to uh, revolutionize air travel. You'd be able to fly from New York to Paris and uh, you could actually so fast that you would actually get there due to the uh, the uh, the difference in time time zones between New York and Paris. You could actually get there at Paris time uh, before you left in New York time, that that type of thing, that, you know, that, that type of situation. And uh, there was a lot of uh, opposition to these uh, to these planes that were being that the United States had a full blown SST program. In fact, Boeing had uh, had come up with two two prototypes of a supersonic transport. But environmental concerns plus uh, the fact that uh, how to deal with a sonic boom that was caused when, once you, uh, uh, an object breaks the sound barrier uh, that would have. Uh, you know, that pretty much wound up killing the SST program in the United States. Of course, it did survive uh, for several years in the in, uh, in the 1970s with the uh, and into the 1980s with the uh, flight of the Concorde, which was a government uh, joint government venture between between uh, uh, Great Britain and France. And even the Concorde got grounded after a certain amount of time. So. And nobody was really going to be able to fly these types of aircraft because you were talking about 
massive airfares uh, in the in four in the four figure range, at least a thousand dollars for a round trip ticket, and uh, that. It was just not uh, viable, uh, feasible uh, market-wise. So, if you look at it, you're going to have to bring bring down the cost of this type of uh, tourism, this type of, of of travel. So far, that is going to be such a long time before before the, even the average person is able to uh, to afford to take a trip up to the edge of the uh, outer space. And the thing was, this wasn't even, not even an orbital trip because even though the uh, even though the the press um, characterized it as being a brief orbital trip, this was basically you go up, you touch the fringe of the atmosphere, and you're down in five minutes. So, a hundred million dollars uh, times ten minutes, ten million dollars a minute. Eh, I don't know, but uh, anyway, folks, uh, uh, what do you think about this type of stuff? We, uh, you know, and we, I know we have. We have our being average normal Americans. We have other things to uh, you know to consume our lives, but these types of things uh, I think bear some uh, some thought. Now the next item here I have on the agenda is that uh, the Michigan Senate has repealed the state's emergency powers law, and this is a story from the Detroit Free Press, uh, July 16th by Dave Boucher. Uh, Michigan. Senators used a relatively obscure procedural tactic Thursday to repeal an emergency powers law in a manner that represents that prevents Governor Gretchen Whitmer from issuing a veto. Now, the Senate voted 2015 along party lines, thank God, in favor of a petition pushed by a group called Unlock Michigan and other critics of the governor that would repeal the emergency powers. <coughs> the emergency powers of Repowers uh, Act of uh, 19, emer- the Emergency Powers Governor Act of 1915, rather. Um, now, the story goes on that Whitmer uh, used the law during the early days of COVID-19 pandemic to institute sweeping health and safety, safety restrictions. There are other laws that allow the governor or health department director to issue similar pandemic rules, and the legislature always had a role in creating the rules and power offered to, for, to a governor facing a crisis. But this specific law was cheered as a means to save lives by supporters and derided as an avenue to use dictatorial powers from opponents. Now we'll, uh, we'll leave that, uh, that to, the, uh, that to, the, uh, to uh, the historians, I suppose, to decide which was which. But uh, sitting here, um, I would say the latter was definitely the motivation for, for this. And anyway, folks, anyway, folks, this law was passed in 1945, okay, and there was a, there was another law passed in 1967, and this is where I have a problem. One law replacing another law, basically for the same, the same purpose, the previous law should have been repealed when the 1967 law was enacted, and why it was not repealed prior to that, I don't know, maybe somebody can tell me about that but this reminds me of prohibition uh prohibition you had to have a constitutional amendment first of all to to uh to legalize prohibition in the united states but that was so bad there's so many problems that 10 years later they had to repeal it you had to have a separate amendment to repeal prohibition and then you had to have another amendment after that to reinstate uh you know to uh to reinstate state the uh, the legality of, of alcohol of alcohol use so 
Um, getting back to, and that's just my little soapbox here, but it's just, uh, it's just I don't understand that. Anyway, uh, the story concludes with no matter what challenges we face, no matter how hard the task is, it is not an appropriate excuse, excuse or substitute to say that one person can continuously govern and make rules that have the force of law over the rest of us and completely bypass the other branches of government. Amen. Tom Barrett, Republican Charlotte, calling the petition drive a people's veto, and that was the that was the uh, that was the uh, result of the hard work of the unlocked Michigan group which, in my opinion, from this uh, from this chair, needs to be applauded and applauded greatly. So, um, Derek, uh, I don't seem to uh, see you on my on my Skype here. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm just getting the uh, the screen with the uh, the Wham logo on it. So, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to uh, to uh, to correct that little uh, that little uh, problem uh, in, uh, in in short order. And speaking of uh, Gretchen Whitmer, folks, uh, BuzzFeed News reports that the FBI allegedly used at least 12 informants in the Michigan kidnapping case. Defense attorneys said they will argue that the FBI induced or persuaded, persuaded the defendants to go along with the violent scheme. This is by Jessica Garrison and Ken Benzinger of BuzzFeed. The government, they... Dave Wright employed at least a dozen confidential informants to infiltrate groups of armed extremists who allegedly plotted to kidnap the governor of Michigan, according to a new filing in federal court on Monday. Monday being, uh, yeah, being, uh, yeah uh, that was a couple of weeks ago because this is July. The story that was on uh, filing July 12th. Anyway, uh, the filing made by one of five defendants in the case asked the process be ordered to share the more, inf more information about those informants, the relationship with the FBI, and so on uh, in, the, in building the case. Uh, uh, it came among the blizzard of 45 new, 15 new defense motions in a high-profile case, including requests to move it to a different district, to suppress evidence from search from a search warrant, and to try at least one defendant separately from the others. Okay, now without going into a lot of detail here, okay, we, uh, uh, I We've seen this story before, okay? And that story has to do with, obviously, the FBI's involvement in the Russia dossier uh, uh, controversy and the attempts to uh, try to drive uh, Donald Trump from office by fabricating uh, false, uh, false material, which was directly confirmed that it was false by the source of this uh, this Russian dossier said it could not be verified that the sources were not verifiable and that uh, and that uh, it was uh, you know it was not to be believed but the Democrats pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and we wound up with an impeachment uh, show trial actually two show trials when you consider the uh, when you consider what happened on January 6th but uh, you know we have uh, and Andrew McCabe, um, Mueller, all the usual suspects that were involved in in, in, uh, in trying to drive uh, the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, out of office, um, lying about him, destroying lives and livelihoods of those folks who were uh, working for him. And, uh, and uh, you know, we've seen this before. And uh, there, the, the, uh, <laughs> it would seem, it would seem, to me, folks, that uh, 
you would have to really, really, really stupid to try to to try to even think that you could pull off a caper or like what these folks were thought that they were going to be doing by you know somehow going to overthrow the 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 the, state, the government of the state of Michigan by uh, by by grabbing the uh, by grabbing the, uh, the the governor and 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 that type of thing and breaching the Capitol and all this type of thing. Uh, this is where we hear of all these uh, uh, these these uh, this this hysteria from the from the left. They are they are so they are so unhinged. It is unbelievable, and this is and it's it's just just amazing to me that this type of stuff is 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 going on, and that these people think that they can get away with this kind of stuff. Um, you know, and the other stupidity of this this whole this whole venture i mean this it, it makes you wonder who is in charge inspector clouseau <laughs> it, it's, it's 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 crazy and of course you know we'll the time will tell how this uh, how this shakes out but uh, uh there was some speculation that uh this was a uh, that this was a uh, a, a, a a warning of sorts to be prepared for what happened on january 6th you know they Allegedly, it was a uh, it was an insurrection, which it was not. It was a riot, um, and these people that uh, that went in there and uh, destroyed property and uh, you know uh, uh, went in there without permission uh, that were trespassed should definitely be prosecuted. But what we're seeing right now, folks, is that we do not we these guys, these people are not getting their due process. They have they have been a lot of them have been confined in jail in uh, in DC I guess for for uh, the duration ever since that uh, ever since they were first arrested back in February and they're still in jail they're not they're being denied their due process rights uh, they're being denied uh, a, a, a speedy trial um, they're being held a lot of them are being held without without being charged with insurrection and yet folks the thing that really is just Manning to me, folks, is that those all those people that were out there this past summer, last year, into the fall, looting, rioting, pillaging, murdering, yes, murdering, I said it, murdering, uh, have not been brought to justice. In fact, very few of them, if 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 they were, and very few of them have been charged and very few of them have ever and, and the ones that have been charged they are being let go they're being let go to get out go back out into the general society to where they can they can continue to do what they're doing and they don't don't have any um they don't have any uh any price to pay for it there is no uh there's no well uh, th- there's nothing to be exacted from them uh because of the bunch of uh, prosecutors that were funded by George Soros and some of these other leftist uh, billionaires. Uh, we have these no bail laws or cashless bail laws. And what's happening, folks that are making a mockery of the justice system, these were the people, folks, that were involved in a direct insurrection, especially when they were attacking federal property, tried to burn down a courthouse, tried to burn down a police station with the officers and staff still in inside and they have not been charged with insurrection 
I said it. I said it on this broadcast last year that Donald Trump had every right to invoke the 1807 Insurrection Act because that's exactly what was happening in the country, and 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 uh, mayors and governors in states uh, all across the country, from Oregon and Washington State and California to Chicago to Illinois and New York would not prosecute these people that were doing this. And these were thugs. These were the these were uh, crooks. They were criminals, and they were they were in, engaged in a uh, in uh, in in just a, a, a terrible terrible attempt to overthrow this country. So anyway, we're at the bottom of the hour, folks. Uh, again, the number here is seven three four eight two two sixteen hundred, and we'll be back on the other side with more of our today's agenda. So I'll talk to you later, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And we're back, folks. And uh, this is Bruce Flurry sitting in for uh, Phil Stargell today. And uh, we are joined in the second half of the program by a great American patriot, uh, syndicated radio uh, commentator, host of the Edwards Notebook, and America's newest coffee baron, Ron Edwards. Good morning, Ron. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, it's great <laughs> to be with you. As they say, better late than never, but uh, glad to be here, and uh, thanks for, for the invite. Well, as we've been holding forth, uh, we're discussing a few things like Biden's uh, land management nominee, uh, uh, who the, uh, the tree spiking lady, um, the, uh, the little uh, so-called space flight that uh, Jeff Bezos and three others <laughs> pulled the other day. Uh, also, the uh, Michigan Senate repealing the uh, 1945 uh, Governor's Emergency Powers Act. Uh, that was uh, quite uh, that, that was, was quite, quite encouraging. That, that was yeah. quite the shock, to be honest with you. Yeah, and then uh, 12 FBI agents, according to BuzzFeed, had uh, infiltrated and assisted in. Uh, the uh, plot to snatch the governor. <laughs> now, BuzzFeed, yep. yeah. Now, BuzzFeed, Ron, is is not exactly a a, a wild-eyed, bomb-throwing, ultra-conservative, right-wing uh, <laughs> white supremacist website, is it? <laughs> not at all. Uh, you know, and but you know, I want to get back to the uh, what the Republicans did yeah. at, in, in the legislature in Michigan. Uh, that's nothing short of a miracle when you consider yeah. how anemic the Republicans in Michigan have been. <laughs> When right. it comes towards uh, standing up for anything, I uh-huh. mean, they've been very, 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 very weak. And for them to pull together and to, to do this, I am very shocked. Hopefully, um, uh, you know, the, it will be able to stick that she mm-hmm. can't veto it or do something no. or whatever, come up with something. No. And if she does try to, they can override it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, and exactly. Dog and pony show. Yeah, exactly. And uh it's it, that came as a surprise to me because uh, I, I pretty much for the same the same reasons that you stated uh, we have so many uh, uh, so-called uh, uh, conservative legislators in, in Lansing that uh, really when uh, when when the uh, when push comes to shove yeah and uh, you know things are on the line here uh, they they their 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 feet turn to, to clay and their their spines turn to uh, you know turn to vermicelli. 
and the, <laughs> yeah. only, and the only time yeah. they show the only time they show any yeah. strength is when they're fighting against real conservatives when they're yeah, when, they're, when they're stabbing trump behind the back or when yeah. they were doing all of those kinds of things and right. and making fun of real conservatives here in michigan which they did yeah well you know i was uh, i was uh, commenting on this uh, this report here about these fbi agents uh, you know we've seen this before yeah. You know, uh, most recently with the uh, the attack on, uh, on on Trump and, and his people, and yes. and, the, uh, and and they apparently uh, they were looking at uh, the FBI was looking at uh, at uh, what happened at the uh, at, at the Capitol earlier the, earlier last year um, as uh, as uh, possibly a, a a forerunner of what happened on January sixth, and the 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 real the real. Uh, Outrage to me, a real atrocity, is that these uh, these these folks that were arrested, most of whom were the vast majority of whom were not violent or intent on doing any kind of damage or anything like that. Some who had been invited in by the police, yes. uh, yep. you know, yep. have been have been tracked down and thrown in the pokey, and some have been there since uh, February without going being formally charged with uh, the crime that they supposedly were committing, which is an insurrection. And they're being charged with all kinds of other stuff, but they have not been. They their the constitutional rights to a speedy trial have not been respected. And something is something's got to give here. Something is something has to needs to be done. Yeah. Well, what ha what has to happen is that the American people have to stand up in mass. I was talking about this on my show yesterday. That we have to get our behinds together yeah. and really, I mean, in huge numbers. We have to stop being involved in some certain corporations. You know how they're telling us, well, you can't go here, you can't go there if you don't get the jab or whatever. We have to take these people to heart. We have to say, you know what? Guess what? The number one thing that corporations, corporations want to do is do what? Make money. Yeah. And with money, they use that, that money to, to, to work against us anyway. So if we're not involved, yeah, if they can't make money. But we, right. see, we have to do this in mass. And Bruce, a lot of people will say, well, Ron, we can't really do that because we'll lose our jobs. We'll do this, that, and the other. Well, mm -hmm. Bruce, I hate to tell you this, that if we don't do something on a massive scale, mm -hmm. I believe that within the, next, within the next 12 to 24 months, most people will not have jobs anyway because if the Biden administration continues on their present course of action, how many jobs do you think there will be around? Yeah. Look, look how many jobs we lost yeah. during the Ali Obama administration. I know, I know. And so, exactly, exactly. Hey, we got a couple of folks on the line. Uh, let's, oh, let's, start, let's, start, yeah, let's start off with Walter from Ypsilanti. Good morning, Walter. How are you today? Doing good, guys. Doing good. That's right. I'm back again. <laughs> right. I, just, I, I, just couldn't, I just couldn't resist. Love it. I just couldn't Love resist. It. You. You, when you two, you two guys pair up, man, we, we get we get a little stupid, man. What a good what a good call, that is. But anyway, yeah. uh, let me talk about the the pan the, the um, insurrection. Yeah. And what I believe it leads to. Uh, and we can tie in the pan Democrat, so called fake Delta variants with that. Uh huh. I think it, both of them, the reason these dirty news people on every channel, the local and national, David Muir, George Stephaphoniness, uh, Lester Hope, we could throw him in there too, you know, Mr. Convertible Top Head, Lester Hope, Lester Hope. Uh, that's right, I said it, <laughs> if in case nobody didn't guess that. Lester Hope, 
you know, the major news networks, all they ever talk about for the first 20, 30 minutes is the Delta variants and the insurrection. And, and they call it the deadly riot. When they ignored all those hell raisers taken to the streets during the pandemocrat, looting, uh-huh. hooting, and shooting, murdering and, village and pillaging and everything else for all those months from the, those, those ghettos, those inner cities, Portland being one of them and many others. They ignore mm-hmm. that, but they want to focus on one day to six. This, yeah. They don't care nothing about the six. This is their dirty trick. It le- guess what it leads to, guys? The midterm elections. <coughs> That's right. How come, the de- murder, how come I can say that just being an ordinary guy and you guys and the Republicans, like you guys, you know, I know y'all slam them as much as I do. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't catch that. And they don't even get a jump start on stopping these Democrats and telling it and stopping them with their dirty schemes and tricks to try to steal the midterm election. That's what that Delta variance is about, to shut down everything like they did before, to get those mail-in votes and steal the midterms. And yes, you got Republicans walking around here and on these radio shows talking about, we're going to get back to House and we're going to get back to Congress. Not so soon, guys. You never can yeah. count out a dirty Democrat. Well, you know, Walter. Well, you know, Walter. Uh, they're 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 covering they're covering all their bases on the other side, and there's one reason why you're seeing nearly it's now over a million illegals have uh, have uh, have crossed into this country that we know of since uh, January 20th or January 21st. Sure. And there's one reason and one reason only. And because hey. they believe the vast majority, the Democrats believe the vast majority of these people are going to uh, are going to wind up uh, changing the demographic to the point where uh, the Republicans will never be able to win another election simply because they're, they're the numbers. new. They're the new yeah. Negroes. They're the new That's Negroes, right. and I have to say it. They are useful idiots, just like the blacks has been useful idiots for over the last 40, 50 years. Now, <laughs> once they get those immigrants to be the exchange votes for the Negroes. They're going to call yeah. them, they're going to go revert right back to the way they thought about black people from day number one. Joe Biden, the biggest racist there, uh-huh. and all the rest of them. They're going to, they're going to call them useless, useless idiots talking about black. Yeah. Now that they got yeah. these useful idiots, the immigrants. And let me say, Joe Biden, you notice he's been going around here lying to his teeth as usual, mm-hmm. saying that if you, if you don't get the vaccine, you're killing others. Well, Republicans yeah. need to turn that on him and say, no, you are killing people because you bought those immigrants in this country. You are the murderer. Spread. Yeah. If anything, you stand, spread he stands for, for abortion, too. So there he goes right there. Well, good, Walter. Right. Well, thanks very much. We certainly appreciate the, uh, the input. And uh, as always, uh, very cogent. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I was just saying great points, uh, as, 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 as he always uh, brings forth. And uh, he's right. These, but the thing is, we need, and I don't know if you gentlemen remember this, we need another Operation Wetback, mm-hmm. where these people are rounded up and sent out. They, they like to say, well, we can't round people up. We can't get them out. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. It's easy to round people up. Yeah. They run. And get them the hell we were, out. If we were in the yeah. country, they're, 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 fine, they're, finding, they're finding the, the, the people that uh, supposedly uh, try to bring down the government on January 6th, they're finding them with no problem. You can't find you can't find these illegals that are being uh, being uh, sent into the interior, and they're probably being uh, being uh, settled right here in, in 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 these communities in the in the Midwest, and uh, and you know damn well that they are in Detroit and Chicago and some of these other places. So this is this is the this is the hidden invasion that's taking place. 
That's exactly what it is, guys. It's an invasion. Walter, thanks very much. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, I want to get to Elizabeth uh, before we go to the notebook and wrap things up. Elizabeth, good morning, dear. How are you? Good, good morning, Patriots. This is an actual call to action for freedom and liberty to all Patriots. There is a protest today at the Healthcare Workers Against Trinity Healthcare Vaccine Matters in, at St. Mary's Hospital, they are firing all of their employees who will not get the jab. And we are oh. protesting yeah. at, at, at 1030. And on Tuesday at 8 Mile and Hagerty, there are going to be Trump One rallies. I was there last Tuesday. The Trump yeah. Unity Bridge is there. There are so many patriots that are looking for freedom and liberty. So we need to what get out. What time is that going to be on Tuesday, hon? What time will that be Tuesday? On Tuesday, it's from 4.30 until 6. And last week, people stayed even beyond the 6 o'clock. It's a fabulous get-together. God bless them. God bless them. Yes. Well, you know, uh, Elizabeth, you're, you're a, you, you compliment us all the time on, on, on the job we're doing, but I'll tell you what, you are you are doing a fantastic bang-up job, and we certainly appreciate that. And uh, folks, remember that. Remember those two dates today at uh, at 1030. And that's the, yep. and where's, where's the location at the, uh, above, um, of this, this one? Saint, all of the Trinity um, healthcare systems, St. Mary's okay. Hospital, St. Joe's really? in Ann Arbor, St. Joe's in Pontiac, and there's one more. Let me see. I can't bring it up. So all okay. of the Trinity Healthcare systems, people can look it up and see which one is nearby. St. Well, Joe's Ann Arbor, St. Joe's Pontiac, St. Mary's Hospital uh, at 1030. Okay. Well, very no, much. Thank you very much no for the jab, heads up. No they jab, no job equals totalitarian takeover. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and it's happening right before our eyes, too. We, this is the kind of stuff that we have to stop right now because the longer we let this go on, Ron and, uh, and, and Elizabeth, the worse it's going to get. Um, yeah. and, and, Ron, you're absolutely right. I, I fear that in uh, another 24 months, we may, not, uh, we may not have any jobs, you know, the way it's going. So yeah. thank you, Elizabeth. We got, we got, uh, let's go to the Edwards Notebook right now, and then we'll conclude with our final call of the day. When it comes down to whether the United States is to be the land of liberty or a downtrodden Bernie Sanders utopia, the time to choose is right now. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, we the people comprise the largest letters in the United States Constitution. They were purposefully written that way to remind elected officials and the judiciary that they are to serve humbly at the pleasure of those who legally elected them into office. It is obvious that far too many office holders have forgotten and in some cases today never learned that concept. It is high time we the people who love God, family, and our republic to fight valiantly for the rightful authority that is ours and take back control of shaping the minds of younger generations. Far too many people fought and died so that we can live in liberty. It was Ronald Reagan who said that freedom is never more than one generation from extinction. So let us, together, fight to make sure that freedom lives on for many generations to come. I'm Ron Edwards.
check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Okay, and we're back uh, for our final segment here. Uh, and uh, uh, Ron, before we go to our to our caller, who's been waiting patiently um, on the line here, uh, I understand that the Cleveland Indians have a new name. Oh my God! What an insult to common sense. Have you oh seen God. the lettering? No, I, I have not. Oh my, oh my God! They but I changed. have one question. I have one question. Who will guard the Guardians? Oh Jesus. You know the you know what they named it after there. See, there's a bridge there. It's called the Bob Hope Bridge, uh-huh. and it on each end of the bridge are these huge stone limestone guardians that yeah. were carved out of these stones, and really nice artwork. Yeah. But Bruce, but Bruce, and anyone else with common sense, most people outside of Cleveland don't know about that. Yeah. Nor care about it. Right. And to see the lettering, I thought, oh, my God, I thought they, 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 they hired a fourth grader. It, it, you should look it up. Yeah. It looked like a fourth grader drew the new logo and everything. But to get rid of Chief Wahoo, which is world famous. I mean, you see right. famous people all over the world wearing Chief Wahoo. He's yeah. well known. And if the Indians would, would continue to be a winning team, it, it just would carry on. But Lord have mercy, the Guardians. I mean, yeah. you're talking about lightweight, mediocre, mm-hmm. uh, non-offensive. And by the way, Bruce, yeah, most um, American Indians were not offended by the Chief Wahoo emblem. No, no. Most same here, same here in Michigan with the uh, the Eastern Michigan Hurons. Um, yes. The the Huron Indian tribe was pleading with the uh, with the university not to change its nickname. And this was back in like the uh, the nineties, and yep. even back before that. And they they love that nickname because they believe it would it would it brought honor and prestige to the tribe to the Huron tribe, and uh, one man, one man, the yeah. chancellor of the university decided unilaterally that we're going to change it. It's been the it's been the Eagles ever since. You talk about if, yeah. anyway. <laughs> Here's the thing, real quick, real quick, and this is the danger of these white leftist know-it-alls, right? Uh, there was a gaggle of them that showed up in Oakland, California, and tried to tell these black people who were saying they were having a um, uh, a gathering in Oakland, California, in support of the police. This is the black community, right? Right. And up shows these know-it-all white leftist pigs, these antifa uh, know-it-alls, telling these black people, "Wait a minute, you're victims, yet you don't need the police." <laughs> yeah. So they told though I don't know if you saw the video. They turned around and told those antifa know-it-alls where to go yeah well, good yeah good. so yeah exactly okay uh our final call of the day is going to be from paul uh good morning hey. paul uh uh have at it what can we do for you welcome to the broadcast hey there guys hey there guys hey. great show love uh love you love you guys uh, talking together um i've got something i'm genuinely curious about regarding the january 6th quote-unquote insurrection mm-hmm. and that is i understand um, ostensibly why Pelosi and the gang would want to have an investigation to, to make the Republicans look bad. But with all we know regarding the FBI set up and so forth, and, and with the news about the Michigan uh, kidnap coming out yeah. and so forth, I don't. I genuinely don't understand how it's in their interest to even touch on the investigation because... Even even a rhino could ask a question that would make them look bad. 
So uh, right. what's your theory on what's actually going on with Pelosi's um, investigation? Well, I have a theory. Go ahead, Ron. The thing, the thing is, they have gotten away with so much for mm-hmm. so long right in our faces mm-hmm. and without any repercussions whatsoever. And when you look at what happened on January 6th, remember, remember that guy, that uh, officer that shot the unarmed female protester? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I, he is yet to face justice as far as I'm, I know. If, I, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Because yeah. um, I haven't been right on top of the issue uh, mm-hmm. every day. But they, this is it. it. They're blatant. They know that they have been allowed to get away with so much. And if I were on that side, I'd be doing the same thing because they know that the American people in their eyes, not my eyes, but in their eyes, they look at us like we're buffoons who won't do anything about anything or either we don't know nothing. They got that mixed up. Well, also look at how much they've gotten away with. Yeah. uh, I I can't come to any other explanation than the one that you just gave, but it's astounding how brazen they are because this, this, uh, quote-unquote insurrection is turning out to be such a can of worms in a Pandora's box for them. I don't see how they could get out of it. And and just merely talking about it, I don't understand how it couldn't make things appear worse for them. Well, you know, uh, and this is exactly why uh, Pelosi uh, kicked uh, Jordan and Banks off the quote, so-called January 6th commission is because they were precisely because they would ask questions that nobody else would ask. Even, even the Liz Cheney's of, of the, of the world would not ask these questions. And, uh, and, and you, they could not afford to have a public relations disaster like that and uh, piled on top of everything that uh, that's happened so far, you know, with the pipeline being canceled in, in the United States and, and, and being approved in Russia, um, you know, uh, Cubans being told that, but they can't come into this country to escape real pr- persecution and, and uh, totalitarian uh, uh, you know, misbehavior, uh, while the southern border is, is nothing more than a sieve. I don't know if you were listening last week, Paul, but I went through month by month the number of, of illegals who have, have, have crossed the border that we know of. And it's, the number goes up every month, and it's in the, tri- it's in the triple digits, okay? And I'm, I'm just waiting. You know, it, it, well, there's already a million of them that are in this country now. And that we know of. And there's probably, I don't know how many other hundreds of thousands that are already been spread around the country in varying communities, large and small. And this is all designed to sway the uh, the elections, future elections, into the Democrat column almost in perpetuity. So this is there's there's a lot of stake here on their side, Paul. Just well, just looking at it from a drama perspective, like yeah. from a Greek tragedy perspective, it's hard uh-huh. to see how it could come out anything Anyway, other um, other than um, what's his name flies too too close to the sun and his wings melt and yeah. he falls into the ocean. You know what I mean? The, the hubris yeah, is, yeah. is yeah. so is so ripe that uh, it it couldn't end any other way but tragedy for them. And well, I hope it does end for tragedy for them because <laughs> that's going to be victory for us. What right? Uh, um, yeah. I that's. That's the good news from my perspective. I can't see yeah. how it could turn out any other way. Well, we, we, we can't we can't continue to to just bank on, on 
on them overreaching because we got to get out there. We got to get out there and work. We got to make these people, these 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 totalitarian, uh, uh, petty little dictators, uh, make them own these things. Make them own illegal immigration. Make make them own a, a, a terrible economy and inflation and all this stuff. Because uh, you know this is not a center left country. It's still a center right country in my estimation. Although if it keeps going the way it is, it will be a center left country, Ron. And, well. And and Many sections of the country are center left. Yeah. Whether it's New York State, whether it's Pennsylvania, whether whether it's Michigan, whether yeah. it's California, whether it's Nevada, whether it's Utah, which by the way, Utah has allowed the United Nations to come in and control yeah. uh, things. They in fact allowed the UN to come in and take over the salt uh, palace, which is their convention center, and American citizens were trying to come in there. And you know what they were telling American citizens at the door? You can't come in here because this is right. now international territory. Okay, well, I can tell, Ron, by the uh, the clock on the wall that our time is running short. Call. I want to thank you for calling. I want to thank all our callers for calling and, and letting their input. And, Ron, I will see you later today. Yep. And, uh, folks, take care. Uh, the abolitionist stay with us. Have a show for you next week. Take care. Bye now. To continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan 48135.